to the Abiding Gracefully podcast. I'm Olivia Grace, and I want this to be a place where you can come, feel welcome, and oh so loved. Let's get cozy as we learn together and embrace the everyday in grace and growth. May we fill our lives with so many God-filled moments, and we're going to have so much fun. Here we go. And welcome back to the Abiding Gracefully podcast. So excited that you're here and have decided to listen to me talk. So with all seriousness intact, I'm really excited about today's episode because we're doing um, the Advent 2020 episode. If you don't know, I have such a passion for Advent and just really savoring the season and savoring the Savior and I just really love it and everything that comes with it. So I'm going to kind of focus today just on the Christmas season coming up and what that means as a Jesus follower and how we can live in accordance with being in a season of waiting. So, but first, as always, I'd like to share a couple of fun things. So I'm going to share three things that um, are my favorites right now. And the first one being gingerbread latte specifically homemade so I have pretty much perfected my recipe I guess I could share it at some point it's really not that in depth but it's also not super sugary so if you prefer like the coffee shop or like Starbucks like lattes it's definitely not on that level but I really like them and think they're really delicious so those have been my go-to and also cocoa butter lotion which I just had like this cheap like pump one from Target, but like my hands have been so dry this winter. It's really bad. I need to put some on right now actually, and it smells so, so good. I love it so much. And the vanilla balsam candle from Bath and Body Works, oh, it is the best. It smells like a Christmas tree, but also like with vanilla, I guess. <laughs> um, So yeah, those are some favorites. And um. Yeah, that's pretty much that. So, without getting too far into rabbit trails, we're just going to dive in. And this may not be that long of an episode. I'm not really sure. We'll find out. But I just want to, like, we talked about just kind of like focusing our season and just getting ready for the season that is ahead. And so, we're going to dive into some thoughts and some scripture and then end on a fun note with just some ideas of what we can do this season to um, worship and then do things for others as well. I'm also going to share what I'm doing for the Advent season as far as Bible studies and such. So here we go. So last year we really talked about and what I focused on was how well the gospel connects with Advent, how well the gospel connects with Jesus' birth. And I love thinking on that and focusing on that and just working through that because it is such a truth and it just adds so much. Um, But today and this season, what I kind of want to focus on is the thought that Advent is not a countdown, but it's a season of waiting expectantly and joyfully. And this thought actually came to me this morning, and I wanted to share it, is that Advent 
really and truly is a season of always. And again, I'm reminded of, I think I've mentioned it before, but I'm pretty sure it's Paul Tripp. He made this um, post about how we are living in the second advent, in an expectation of Christ coming again. Um, and so when we think back and remember how God's people were expectantly waiting for their king, for their savior, Jesus, to come. They waited and they waited and they waited and it finally came. They always knew that it was going to come and it did. And we today, um, we're so expectant because we know that he has already come. And again, we are in that season of waiting when he will come again. And the season of waiting, really, I think our minds need to shift to be confident in that. And yes, Advent and yes, how we're living our lives now waiting for the second coming is technically a waiting season, a waiting period. It's not a do nothing. We aren't here on the earth to do nothing. We're supposed to be on the move for Jesus and his kingdom. Um, so I really like the uh, Christmas story is specifically, um, like really just the angel's reaction in worship. So I'm just going to read part of Luke 2, verse 17 and 18. And it says, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. I'm sorry, not the angels, the shepherds. We'll talk about the angels and the worship. But this is about the shepherds being amazed and telling everyone. Um, and all who heard it were amazed at what they had said to them. They were expectant for so long that they found this out. They saw the Savior and they shared that good news. And we are to be in that same excitement, that same confidence, that same um, mode of this is so important. I want to tell the world. And I know I've definitely fallen back on that at times, and I don't want to be bold, and I don't want to be faithful, um, but that's really what God calls us to do, that there is a reason that we're here on this earth waiting. Um, it's not idle. We're here doing something. We're here to do something. Um, and that's, again, talking about doing things, <laughs> Advent you know, we have different things that we do throughout the season that maybe focus us or make us um, more aware of what the season is really about, whether that just be spending more time with family or doing specific scripture readings each day. We're, we're, act we're doing things throughout the season, and that is kind of an image and mirror picture of what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be actively doing things. Um, and so even though we are waiting, we're soaking in the season and we're remembering the real reasons of why we're grateful. Um, and I think my favorite thing about Advent is just the impact that it has on our every day and just how it really prepares your heart every day, telling yourself, this is what's most important. Christ is first and I am second. Um. And really, when we do things to think of Christ first, that makes life so much more full. And I think that's why Advent is so fun, is it's such a, like, just different little ways that it really fills your 
life with life. It makes it more full because you're thinking how great Christ is and how little you are and how he is so graceful. He has called us to this life with purpose. Um, now we'll talk about the angels. I really liked um, this verse and just kind of showing how um, God calls us to that same peace and that same favor that the angels had, that the shepherds had, that God's people had around them. So it says in Luke 2, 14, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. God has chosen us to give us favor because he is so great and he is so graceful. And that is just like amazing to think about that. And this is a verse that is like very well known. There's like songs written about it and we say, you know, peace on earth as like a Christmas saying. But truly, when we look at these words and we think about it, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. It's not us having favor in ourselves or having favor in this world, but it's God saying, I've got you. I'm peace filled. Here's my favor. I'm going to give you blessings. And that is just so amazing um, to think about really. So again, going back to the thought of this is really a season of always. It's not a countdown, but this is a season that we're always forever in as Jesus followers. And we should always be worshiping Christ and we should always be ready for him to be a miracle worker and for him to show up because that's what our God does. Um, so in the next four weeks, your life might be crazy, it might be chaotic, or it could be peace-filled and filled with so much trust. And I want to kind of say this, I'm not encouraging Advent and saying you really have to participate in Advent in every single way or else you're not going to be peace-filled and whatever. That's not at all what I'm saying. Um... I think more of than doing activities and doing things, it's really a mind shift that goes from me, 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 go, go, go. This is about me this season. I want to do for myself um, and my family, and I just want to get through Christmas because it's really cool. Two, Christ is better and others matter more. Um, so it's really just, it's really a mindset shift more than a list of things that you have to get done. Um, I just encourage it and I love it so much because it does so much to my life and to our family that um, it really just lets me sit back again and just savor that season. So, yeah, that's, that's that. I just want to put that out there because I don't want to make it seem like um, it's something that you have to do or else your Christmas season is going to be terrible because that's totally not true. Um, but it really is like a mindset thing, I think, first of all. And then Advent in and of itself is just so gospel obsessed. It's so others focused. And that's what I want to focus on here. So we talked about worship. And now I'm going to talk about others. Um, and I think he hit on this last year as well. But it's just really important, especially around the season. Um, and I know what often comes with the season is thinking of others and we're getting other people gifts and we're doing for other people. Um, but I really want to pinpoint on maybe doing for people that 
you don't do for all the time or those um, least of these or those people that you don't think of at the top of your head who may um, benefit from being thought of during this season. Um, So it really, it just, it makes the time of this year, this time of the year, less about ourselves and most about Christ and others. And a very known verse, but I'm going to read it, is Philippians 2.3. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. I just really love that. It's just truth straight on the head. Um, so, I do want to challenge you and I do want to invo- invite you to join me to participate in the Advent season in one way or another. So, Um, how are you going to, in at least one way, add to your season of waiting this Christmas? So this is kind of the little challenge. Um, if you don't do anything else, do at least one worshipful thing, worshipful thing to focus on Christ and one thing where you focus on someone else. Um, so whatever that may mean for you. Um, I just, I hope you can make worship a habit and come back to it wanting more of Christ. And along with that, I'm going to read Romans 11:36, which says, For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. And I just really liked that and thought it kind of went along a little bit with just thinking on God is the most important and he is that priority that we have to make. Um. So whatever way you um, need to change in your life, a habit to make you focus and worship more on Christ, and then something that you can do for at least one other person this season. Um, So I usually add new things into our Advent season each year, and I hope to do that again this year um, as I just kind of brainstorm and just think of other things that we can do as a family and such to... um, just better the season and better Christ and help other people. Um, so part of the season for me is truly just being, and that's what Advent helps me do. It helps me just be. It helps me be still. It helps me just be with my family um, and just doing those special things with those you love. And um, this year, what I'm going to do is I'm kind of just going to brainstorm a bucket list and see how many things we end up doing. I thought that would be kind of fun to just um, take my journal and just write down everything I can think of that we want to do this Christmas season, even the movies we want to watch, and see how many things we can cross off just um, just for fun. So that's that. <laughs> but And as always, I love to share ideas. So um, with the, the little question to ask yourself, how are you going to worship more this season? How are you going to do something for others? Um, I thought I would just give some um, ideas, things that I've done, things that I've thought of, and things that I hope to do as well, Um, just to give you a couple of ideas if you're like, I want to do this, but I don't really know where to start. So um, I'm going to start with the worship, and then I'll go into the others, doing for others. So for worship, which worship obviously is so many different things. Truly, it is worshiping God. It's praising him. It's um, bowing before him on our knees and giving him all the glory and honor. That's what worship is. Um, But some things that can kind of lead you into that, clearly something that comes, one of the first things that comes to people's mind is music. And I think that's because it's 
very integral in God's word. Um, but it is not the only way we can worship. And it's not singing the songs that's the worship. It's that heart attitude that comes with it. But one of the, my, my ideas is to make a playlist of worship songs. They don't have to be Christmas, but they can. Um, and then just play it to yourself or in your house. Um, like weekly or daily or however you see fit. Um, another idea is to make a gratitude journal of how God is impacting your life. Um, so as far as like writing down things you're thankful for, but also writing down ways of um, the ways that you're thankful for God or maybe the names of God that you think of um, that make you grateful. Another idea, do a reading plan or a Bible study. Um, this is pretty popular around Advent. Uh, I'm doing one myself, and we're also going to do a family reading plan. Um, but it's always an idea, and it doesn't have to be a Bible study that is, you know, purchased or thought out you version. Um, the Bible app does have many free ones on there, but you could even just pick a book or pick a scripture and read something every day. The last little idea I had was just to start a prayer journal and then go back and update it weekly. Um, see what God does in your life. And then we're going to talk about doing for others. So just a couple of ideas. Um, you can give something small to a neighbor or maybe someone that you wouldn't usually think of. Um, it's really fun to do like homemade gifts. Definitely check out Pinterest. There's tons of ideas on there. Making like food or potpourris. Um, super fun for yourself and giving to others. Um, another idea, have family over, not for like a meal, like before Christmas, um, to like either make cookies or like just something to just be together. Game night, movie night, just something casual where you can just say, guys, come over. I just want to be with you. Um, so yeah, another idea, grab a friend and just get together and chat. Just say, hey, let's hang out. And let's just talk. We're not going to go shopping. We're not going to, you know, do this or that. Let's just, let's just talk um, or, you know, hang out, whatever. Um, do something for the community. So get out in the community, do something to benefit Christ in that way for others. And then as always, I had to add this in here, <laughs> encourage someone, send them a card, text them, uh, call them, just let them know that you appreciate them. So, um, as I wrap this up, I thought I would just share um, what I am doing this season. So, the last couple of years, I've done a different um, study or scripture-focused thing each year for Advent. Um, a couple years ago, I did Paul Tripp's um, Advent book. I cannot remember the name of it. I will link and mention everything in the episode notes. Um, but that's a really good one that I uh, really recommend. It was uh, really like deep um, and good. And then last year I did the Daily Grace um, Emmanuel Advent Kit. So it came with the Bible study book and the ornaments. Um, and it even came with a mug. <laughs> which is fun. Um, and this year I went a little bit more simple. I kind of made my own kit, if um, if you will. And I'm really excited. So I was kind of looking for a Bible study to do just because I kind of find them more like deep than in depth than just like reading one scripture for every day. Um, but anything is totally and obviously um, 
good, but I'm really excited this year. So I got Waiting Here for You, An Advent Journey of Hope by Louis Giglio, and it's really pretty. I, I wanted the hardcover, honestly, just because it was so pretty, but it's like white and has gold letters. Um, but I'm really excited for this. I haven't read one of his um, like books or anything in a while, and I really can't wait to even look through this. Um, and then I did get, um, on sale the Daily Grace, um, Advent ornaments. Um, it just has, for each week of Advent, it has a word like hope, peace, love, joy. Um, and then it has a verse that goes with it. So you can hang them on the tree or hang them up or whatever. And you can kind of look at that as a family. And then I did get just a cheap notebook from Walmart, um, journal, whatever, that I am going to kind of use with this because um, the devotional isn't like a write-in book, but I always love to take notes. So I figured that um, I would pair it with this and just keep everything Christmas and Advent um, themed in my little notebook. So that's that. And then another thing that I wanted to do this year, um, actually two things technically, um, like I said, I like to do new things each year. So this year I thought um, that as a family, because this is just my a personal devotion that I do on my own. I don't usually do it with my husband. Um, but I really want to do something with him and just make it very family oriented, not so much just me oriented, <laughs> um, me focused. So we are going to do a family reading plan. So I found one on version for free. I was looking for a book to get, but I just couldn't find one that I um, wanted to do. So I found this Bible reading plan. It is called The Weary World Rejoices. It's just a version one. Um, and it's just like some scriptures and a little Devo. So I hope to do that each day together. And then we are going to... Um, do a weekly memory verse together probably just going to be the verse that's on the little ornament that I got and then I'm going to make a new playlist I have a playlist from last year but as I find songs that I really really like Christmas themed um, I add them into a playlist so I want to make a playlist so we can play that um, all season long so those are the couple of things that we are diving into over here and I'm really excited about it so, yeah, I encourage you to, again, in some way, um, enjoy the season of Advent, the season of waiting, and just knowing that God has picked you for this time and this life, and he has not made us to sit idle, but he's made us to move and go do amazing things for his kingdom. So with that, I hope you have a really, really amazing Christmas season, and yeah, love chats like this, and just share in my heart as you can share yours as well. So without further ado, we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Abiding Gracefully podcast. I'm so glad you stopped by and I hope that we keep this encouragement going as we live our lives centered around the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can connect on Instagram and Facebook at Abiding Gracefully on the blog at imoliviagrace.wordpress.com or on the website where we post episode show notes and reference links at abidinggracepdcst.home.blog. 
And with that, I hope you live a truth-filled and God-centered week. We'll talk to you next time.